all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Ah, feel the woe with Listerine at BJ's. You can save $2.50 now on Listerine products like Total Care Anti-Cavity Fluoride Fresh Mint Mouthwash or Cool Mint Pocket Packs Fresh Breath Strips at your nearest BJ's location. Experience the feeling of a million germs zapped in seconds with Listerine. Discount available through December 24th. Save now only at BJ's. Let's join Bishop Kevin J. Foreman. Takes over, taking over. Y'all a good class. Amen. Go to 2 Chronicles chapter 20. 2 Chronicles chapter 20. Uh, in the 11 o'clock service, I talked about, uh, I believe, um, uh, ended with talking about uh, the three primary ways we communicate with God. Uh, prayer, praise, and what? And worship. Uh, and I want to take you through something. Tonight, I'm going to get a little deep. So this is, this is, tonight is like how I like to be. And uh, so, you know, I'm just going to dip a little bit. We're going to dip and quit. I don't want to dip too deep, but uh, I want to get a little deep tonight so you understand uh, the ramifications of the Scripture. Now, remember when you're reading the Scripture, there is a literal something, and then there is also a what? Spiritual something. The Scripture is always saying more than what it says. So you read it how? You read it in, you read it out. What does it say? What doesn't it say? And what is the inference by both? Are you here? Now, let's go to 2 Chronicles chapter 20. It happened after this that the people of Moab with the people of Ammon and others with them, besides the Ammonites, came to battle against Jehoshaphat. Now, underline Jehoshaphat. Now, watch this. Then some came and told Jehoshaphat, saying, A great multitude is coming against you from beyond the sea, from Syria, and they are at Hazan and uh, Tamar, which is in Gadai. And Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek the Lord. Now, now watch this. He didn't fear and call his girlfriend. He didn't fear and call his, his buddy. He feared and then he set himself to seek the Lord. And proclaimed a what? Fast. Underline fast. Throughout all the land of Judah. He's king of Judah here. Kingdom split Israel, north, Judah, the south. So Judah gathered together to ask what? Help from the Lord. And from all the cities of Judah, they came to what? Seek the Lord. So their response to bad news is, let's get together and hear from God. Not let's get together and gossip. Not let's get together and talk about issues. Not let's get together and talk about what ain't working right. Not let's get together and talk about swine flu. No, let's get together and seek God. And y'all ain't going to say nothing tonight. That's all right. Preach, Bishop. Then Jehoshaphat stood in the assembly of Judah and Jerusalem in the house of the Lord before the new court. He was at church. He didn't run from God when stuff got tough. He ran to God. 
and said, O Lord God of our fathers, are you not God in heaven? And do you not rule over all the kingdoms of the nations? And in your hand is there not power or might so that no one is able to withstand you? Now, I want you to go down here because I just want we're going to come back and we're going to color in. We're just doing an outline. Go, go, go to verse down uh, number 14. The spirit of the Lord came upon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, son of Benaniah, the son of Jael, the son of Mataniah, a Levite of the sons of Asaph in the midst of the assembly. And he said, listen, all you of Judah and you inhabitants of Jerusalem and you King Jehoshaphat, thus says the Lord to you, say me, do not be afraid, nor dismayed because of this great multitude, for the battle isn't even yours. Now you think I'm going somewhere, I'm going I'm to turn that cone on you right quick. But God's. 17, you won't need to fight for this one. But position. Let me, let me, because I could stop right there. There go the juice. I could say, I could say you four words and say, love God, love people, love life, and go home. The problem with most saints is the reason their enemies keep seeming like they're beating them is because they don't Position themselves. Look, look, read, read the very next thing. Stand still. They didn't even position, and you know what they're doing? They're running around like a chicken with their head cut off. How am I going to do this? 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 Where this money going to come from? What's going to do See the salvation of the Lord who is with you, O Judah and Jerusalem. Don't fear, nor be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them, for the Lord is with you. Notice he said, today you need to pray and worship and praise, but tomorrow you go fight. Good God, somebody's going to get what I'm saying. He said, before you try to call yourself fighting, you better make sure you prayed up for the battle. Before you run out there talking about you in spiritual warfare, you better make sure you know what you're warring against. You're not hearing what I'm saying. Verse 20. So they rose, or I feel like preaching now. So they rose early in the morning and went out into the wilderness. You fight battles in the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord and you shall be established. Now, this is the crazy thing, because ain't nobody talking about prosperity in here, but God is. They're trying to fight so they live, but God is saying, I'm trying to bless you in the fight. Ah, you missed what I just said. They weren't trying to get rich off the fight, but God said, I'm trying to get you something out to fight. They were just trying to exist. They were just trying to make it. God said, but if you believe the prophet, you're going to prosper. So I'm fighting a battle, and all I'm trying to do is just make ends meet. And you mean to tell me you want me to actually have exceedingly, abundantly, above all I can ask or think? 
And when he consulted with the people, he appointed those who should sing to the Lord and those who should praise the beauty of holiness. And they went out saying, praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever. Now when they began. Underline began. It wasn't, I've been praying and praising and worshiping. It's been five years. I want to say something. No. When they started. To sing and to praise, which therefore, since there's a distinguishment between the two, must mean singing and praising aren't the same thing. The Lord set ambushes against the people of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir who had come against Judah, and they were defeated. Father, in the name of Jesus, I do decrease that you might increase. Open our ears tonight. Open the spirits of your people to receive the deposit that's being made. Believe in the Lord your God, and you shall be established. But if you hear the prophet, you're going to prosper in the fight. And you're not going to leave just with your life. You're going to leave with some stuff. You're going to leave with some spoils. You're going to get your joy back. You're going to get your peace back. Ah. Speak now to us in this place in Jesus' name. High five somebody. Say neighbor. Prayer. Praise. And worship. 101. Be seated tonight. I, I want to. You know what? I got to work tonight. Uh. Here's what I want to do. Uh, go, go, go back, Second Chronicles 20. And I want you to go to verse 1. Uh, I want to teach this to you, and, and it's, it's, it's so incredible uh, what I'm going to show you tonight. You ready for this? Watch this. It happened that after this that the people of Moab and the people of Ammon and others with them besides the Ammonites came to battle. Now, that doesn't sound like much except a bunch of ites. Until you look up what their names mean. Remember, in the Hebrew culture, name is what? Very important because it speaks to the purpose of a thing and to the future of a thing. Are you still here? So now watch this. It happened after this that the people of Moab, well, here's what Moab means, from the father. Okay, let's ride the long bus. The Bible says there are some people coming for you that want to do battle with you that are from the father. Your neighbors a little, t t touch your neighbor and say, t t tell them, say, wake up. Now, I researched who the Moabites were because, remember, everything in Scripture, it's got dual meaning. It's saying more than it's really saying. You and I don't stand in valleys with swords and spears today. We don't do that. But, but in a spiritual sense, many of us have had to stand in the same place Jehoshaphat found himself with the children of, uh, or excuse me, the uh, nation of Judah. So now watch this. If you find out the history of the Moabites, you find out that their great ancestor and how they came into existence was Lot. The Moabites are descendants of Lot. Abram, 
Get out of your father's house. Get away from this familiar place. And I didn't tell you to take Lot with you. I know you're related and your family and you got family ties. But I never told you to take him with you. Now, some years later, because you brought Lot into the place of promise with you, Lot is now fighting against your descendants for their promise. They preach, they shout no line. The Moabites are fighting the inhabitants of Judah. For something that the Bible says, Abram, this is your descendants. But the Moabites are coming to do war with them because Abram took somebody somewhere he was never supposed to take them. The Bible says, guard your heart because out of it flow the issues of life. You let folk get into places they were never supposed to get and you gave them power they were never supposed to have and so now when you're in Judah you can't even praise God because some sorry Negro got what he or Negret so the Lord says Jehoshaphat You're going to have to deal with what Abram refused to deal with. And here's where we make the mistake. I'm I'm going somewhere tonight. Abram's spiritual. He's the father Abraham. He's the father of the faith. He's really spiritual. Yet in this one error in his decision making, he took somebody that wasn't supposed to go. So now the Moabites are contending with the, are y'all still here? With the inhabitants of Judah, that fight would have never happened had he left them. Say Judah, say praise. Now the praisers can't even praise right because they're fighting something they were never supposed to bring this far. So God says, the Moabites, Ab, father, Hebrew for father, he says, you're going to have to deal with them now, Jehoshaphat. Because you didn't deal with it up front, now they've become a monster. You refused to heed wise counsel up front because you thought you knew something. I'm going to set you up for relationships. I'm going to set you up. Well, they don't know because, see, I, you know, God talks to me. Well, why didn't he talk to you when you strung out? Why well, all of a sudden you hear all this stuff now? People will try to spiritualize their rebellion. I ain't got to say nothing. But that wasn't the only folk that came against them. I got 14 minutes. 
the Ammonites came against them too. And you know what I found out about them? Word Ammon just means people. So now they're being attacked, something from the father, something generational, isn't it? And now they're being attacked by people. But I said, wait a minute, it can't just mean people. There's got to be something deeper there. Then I found out the Ammonites came from an incestuous relationship with Lot. I says, I says. So the thing they were never supposed to take has now started mating with the thing. Now they're like in the matrix. They don't. They can't see right. They can't think right. They can't act right. They don't know what to do. And all this because all because somebody came somewhere they were never supposed to go. Things have two things with them when they come into your life. They have a purpose and an expiration date. Now, sometimes that date may be forever. Sometimes that date is quite the opposite. Y'all still here? I'm, I'm, I'm trying to help your neighbor. They came against Jehoshaphat, whose name means... Jehovah, God, is his judge. You still here? I, I just want to go line upon line. I want to I I teach this so even king's kids can get this. Watch this. Verse 2. Here's the setup. Because here's the setup. This is why you don't listen to negative reports. Because here's verse 2. Then some people came. And told Jehoshaphat, saying, a multitude is coming against you. And, you know, they were really sensational about it. Like a dramatization. They overdramatized it. They blew it up. They made it bigger than it really was. Some people are coming against you, a great multitude. Watch out for sensationalists. I was talking to somebody the other day, and I said, you got a lot of hot air, but I said, you got any fact? Because you're saying a lot, but do you have any proof? Because if you don't, and we're just sitting there talking about hypotheses, then you're wasting my time. And I never, ever get these minutes back. I'm going somewhere. Doesn't anybody say he's going somewhere? I'm going to go real slow, though. We got, to, we got it in first gear. Because of the sensationalism of the reports, Jehoshaphat gets scared. He's worried now because he just got a report. Ooh, man, so-and-so mad at you. Ooh, man, so-and-so. Oh, man, it's rough in there. They laying for a He got a negative report, and it made him scared. And for a moment there, he forgot who his judge was. 
He getting scared of people when his God is the God that spoke into nothing and made everything. His God is the same God that laid down his hand on the Red Sea so that the people could walk over on dry land. And now all of a sudden he's scared by a sensationalist report. And even a sensationalist report from spiritual people. Sometimes I got to turn... Christian TV off because I'm going to be honest I don't watch it at all but it's the end it's coming it's coming God's this this. I said you need to read your book because you're talking a lot of doctrine but that doctrine ain't got no basis and what people are trying to do is to get the body to fear and forget who their judge is Because if I can get you messed up enough to where you forget that your God is God, now you're going to start running around crazy and acting all crazy with folk because you forgot who's running the show. You need to sometimes remind yourself, he is king of kings. He is lord of lords. He is El Shaddai. He is. Uh, he is. How about somebody say, that's my king. But for a moment there in verse 3, Jehoshaphat, whose name means God is my judge, he got scared. But he didn't mess up. He, he, he didn't call his ex and say, come on, I'm scared. He, 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 he didn't turn into missing the mark. And sin. He didn't start cussing the folk out. Y'all, please come on. Don't make don't make the don't make the spirit of the prophet have to dig deeper into the Kool-Aid. He, 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 he didn't go back to how he used to be. He, he didn't do that. The book says. What did it say in verse 3? And Jehoshaphat what? Feared, then what? And he set himself. The problem with a lot of saints is life happens and they have no plan on how to respond. And they get surprised like the government did with Katrina, like you didn't know the thing was coming the whole time. You knew the storm was coming. You should have used the time when it was good to prepare yourself because you knew the storm was coming. I'm not surprised. So I may have a minute where I forget, but right after I forget, I set. I set myself. Married couples, why in the world do you keep letting the enemy catch you off guard? Like you didn't know, you didn't know you was going to run into a little trouble. I don't believe this. What in the world are you talking about? Y'all are two people. Single people, don't be surprised when you see six-pack, six-figure, six-foot, and look around, and you start, you know. Turning your head. Y'all still here? That's six minutes. Six minutes before the first, <laughs> for the first point. What is this? When you get word an attack is coming, 
before you call anybody, you need to shut up. Touch your neighbor and say, shut up. Well, that's rough. The preacher didn't have to be there. No, so you need somebody that's getting your face sometimes. That's your problem. If you feel like cussing somebody out, you need to remember what Bishop Bishop said, shut up. He didn't say be quiet. He didn't say tarry at the tongue. He didn't say none of that. He said, shut up. Sometimes you got to tell my, I got to tell myself, shut up. Oh, no, I'm going to tell, shut up. Well, no, she needs to shut up. This is really rough preaching. I don't know. I ain't trying to have a fan cup, so, you know, wrong thing to tell me. Set himself to seek the Lord. Watch. It's, here's what it said. It didn't say he set and sought. It said he spent this first moment right after it happened. He forgot for a minute, but after that he said, I need to prepare myself to go seek God. Not none of that. Lord, you better do something. As if he's like, yo, you know. Lord, you better do something to it because I'm going to do something. No. The book says he, set, he got himself ready to seek the Lord. Prayer, praise, worship. You still here? And, say and. He proclaimed a fast to the whole nation. He said, kids, don't give me that stuff about you too young to fast. I don't care because you're a freshman or you're a junior or whatever, and you think, you know, you get you some of that water with carbohydrates in it. You can fast lunch. He said to all of his inhabitants, I got word something's coming this way. We're going to prepare ourselves to seek God. Prayer, praise, worship. But before we get there, fast. Problem for a lot of saints is they wait on bishop to call the fast. Well, the church is not having fasting, I guess. Can, 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 I, can, I, can, I, can I tell you something? Are you here? I'm just talking tonight. Right, can I talk? I got to preach real hard this weekend. So I'm just trying to talk. Trying to talk. Right, right. When fasting is initiated, God don't get nothing out of it. Fasting is not for him. It's for you. It's for us. Don't you let nobody play you into thinking you get extra points when you fast. Fasting is for you. Because here's what Jehoshaphat was saying. He's saying, if I don't fast, I'm going to respond like I almost did. (laughs) 
If I don't push my plate back, I'm just going to walk up to the jokers and say, listen, what, what is it? Let's go. Come on. I'm sick of y'all sending word about somebody. Why didn't you come tell me yourself? Ain't nothing but space and opportunity. Come on. He said, don't y'all talk to nobody. Set yourself to seek God. And then fast. Mr. What are you trying to say? Let me make it real. Let me, let, me, let me take all the extra out. What are you trying to say? What I'm trying to encourage everyone to do is when you hear trouble coming your way, your first response is, Oop, even if I did forget who my judge is, I'm going to set myself to seek the Lord. I'm going to show you that in a minute. And then my next response is, if I'm really worried about it, then I fast. Because it's a lie for me to say I'm stressed out about this and I haven't done everything I could do to alleviate the stress. It's disingenuous. Are you here? He said they fasted in the land of, what's this? Praise. <laughs> I wish somebody would, would hear me tonight. He proclaimed a fast throughout all Judah. The word Judah means praise. He proclaimed a fast in the midst of praise. He said, it ain't enough just to fast. He said, we're going to have to do it in the midst of praise because we're trying to communicate with God and I'm trying to figure out what needs to go on to fix this battle. And so I can't just sit back and not eat and try to look all pious and all spiritual and deep. I need to be shouting and praising while I'm fasting. Because if my praise does not get me out of my comfort zone, it was not praise, it was witchcraft. It was manipulation. The book says, put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. What is he saying? Your current clothes that you have on are not what you need to be wearing. See, let, let me bust this thing. Let me bust this. Let me, let me work this and bust this. Well, just uh, a minute say, understand what he's saying. I'm comfortable in my pants. I'm comfortable in my shirt. I'm comfortable with my taking over ring on. Didn't come to take sides, came to take over. Hallelujah. Captain Planet or something, I don't know. I mean, but to put on the garment of praise means that I get uncomfortable and put on something that may not normally fit my current circumstance. So I want to be depressed. I want to put my head in the pillow. I want to cry. But I had to put on another garment for my current circumstance. Well, uh, 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 he fasted in praise. You still here? Verse 4. So then praise gathered together to ask help from the Lord. And they came from all the cities of praise to 
seek the Lord. Then Jehoshaphat stood in the assembly of Judah and Jerusalem in the house of the Lord before the new court. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday ah feel the whoa with listerine at bj's you can save two dollars and fifty cents now on listerine products like total care anti-cavity fluoride fresh mint mouthwash or cool mint pocket packs fresh breath strips at your nearest bj's location experience the feeling of a million germs zapped in seconds with listerine discount available through december 24th save now only at bj's 